episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Serial killer is done. It's done. Ernest. Ernest. Ernest is gone. Afterthought. <laughs> you know. I still can't believe we did that. <laughs> Honestly, me either. <laughs> the last one was something else. Next, next, next year, I will, we'll, we'll pick something. We won't. We'll do like Airbud because, whatever. I think why, why make it? Why, why have fun watching forty-seven movies when you <laughs> just be fucking absolutely miserable during it? Remember my uh, my buddy Matt W. He moved to South Korea. Yes. His, his exact uh, quote on me watching all of the Ernest movies is there is endless amount of cinema that's out there. That's like, you know, must, must watch that you should watch before you die. And you're, you're watching nine Ernest movies. Yeah. yeah, I am. Hey, but you know what? To his point, we are watching like three or four or five of them that we had never seen. It's true. And you would never know uh, you, maybe they were secret hits. They weren't. But. We knew. We knew. <laughs> but I, I do agree with your philosophy. I think I think in the first episode, or maybe it was even before we did it, I was like, maybe, maybe Ernest goes to Africa is good. And you're like, no, what? This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, I haven't seen it. And no, like, what do you say? <laughs> of course it's not good. I held out some hope. I held out some hope. Yeah, he held out some hope, well, but we're out of earnest. Bound, f- oh. bound footage February. Bound footage February. New holiday for us. We well before we get into this, I just want to shout out Mike Dudley who messaged us. He actually messaged us during the Ernest thing. He's from Tennessee. He's actually from the town where they shot. Goes to camp, and. He had, he sent me all these pictures of him at the because they do an Ernest con down there now. That's nuts. We should go. I know that's what he was saying. He was like, "You should definitely come here for a show because the Ernest con." And I had actually seen the Ernest con online. It's like a little like, and they show goes to camp at night, but they do like Ernest cos wait yeah <laughs> they do Ernest like cosplay. an Ernest cosplay contest. Because it's the easiest costume ever, they all look identical. Like everyone's just bought the exact same thing, and they're all just standing there, but getting judged. And I was like, Sean, get the Sean, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine stepping foot in that venue? Just an echo of people being like, <laughs> "This is all you hear." <laughs> it's like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks wild. It looks wild. I'd seen it when we were researching and stuff but yeah he he said to come down but mike dudley he he said a bunch of nice things to us also but he was he was amped and and being from that town he was like like i knew why i liked Ernest, but like i had no idea it like reached new england (laughs) 
Which, like, yeah, if you watched Ernest, you would be like, no one else is watching this. (laughs) No one else in the country is watching this guy. Like, for sure. (laughs) There's no way. But we do. So, shout out to Mike Dudley. There was something else I was going to do. I don't know. I'm saying a lot of us. So, those people that hate that are probably having a blast. (laughs) Patreon. We have our live show on February the 16th. sixteenth, And we are doing Willow Creek. Is that what we decided on? We sure are. Okay. Willow Creek, February 16th. Join us. Patreon.com slash I hate horror. You can sign up there. Also, uh, so there's $5, $10 tier, $10 like everything. $5, you get all the episodes commercial free. And that's something I always forget to mention. So if you'd like that, head on over to patreon.com slash I hate horror and join us for the live show, Willow Creek. It's going to be a slow one. (laughs) But the payoff will not be worth it. The payoff will not be worth it. (laughs) Stay tuned. However, the last few shows we've done, Joe and I have gotten very drunk and it's been very fun. So everyone's saying they're some of the best. I feel like that's like a Trump thing, right? Like what? Last two shows I did, <laughs> some of the best. Some of the best shows you've ever seen. Uh, I'm not saying that. That's what other people are saying. But no, people really like the last few live shows. So, And we've oh, been very drunk. So this is going to be one that we definitely get drunk during. Sorry, I just, I just had... And I did so. So at the live shows, I put together trailers. I'm going to forego the trailers this time. I'm going to play a clip of a certain TV show where a woman details her encounter with Bigfoot. Oh, oh, is, yes. No, it is a, yes. It is a must watch. It is must watch. Everybody. It is must watch. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's good. That's good. Now, last year was our first found footage February. Yes. And we did, we actually only did two, three. We did three. We did Uh, Grave Encounters. We did the Poughkeepsie tapes. And then we did the visit for the live show. That was a live show. Yeah, Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Also, I I just saw- February? What's that? That was a year ago that we did that in February? Yeah. Dude, I feel like I watched the Poughkeepsie tapes like- that's a couple months. That ago, one, right? that one, yeah. For me, the, some of these, I'm like, oh my god, that feels like it's been three years. The Poughkeepsie tape still feels like yesterday. <laughs> and then there was the Mac and Me live show, which has been lost to the abyss, which is very upsetting. But we don't have a copy have of that, that one, no. But we didn't do that in February. No, we did. We, we did it uh, like two weeks after the February live show for probably for scheduling reasons. I don't know why, but it went live show found footage movie and then Mac and me live show. Nice. (laughs) Coming out hot for my favorite March. All right. So that's that Carl Weathers died. Rest in peace, Carl. Rest in peace. Icon. Most famous for his role in arrested development playing himself. Yeah. A deadbeat version of himself. I always, I was always so curious how, I don't think I would have the guts to play myself in that sort of light. Especially, 
somebody of of his stature, right? Like mm-hmm. just like a big buff action star guy, <laughs> just playing a buffoon, like you know, self depreciating buffoon, a scam artist who's like scamming people out of money and pretending he can teach them how to act. And like the whole joke is like Carl Weathers is has an acting school. Like that's fucking psychotic. <laughs> um nah he he was great man yeah he was good r.i.p all right here we go hell house llc highly requested highly since the fucking show started now you yes. and i you and i saw this late we were late to this movie right yes yeah, so it came out in 2015 i i believe i saw it 2018 because i know shay was i remember shay being a baby and be putting it on Oh, so I guess we weren't that late. Not that late. Just we didn't see it when the hype. When people cared about it, we we didn't watch it. As is, but as is was the there show. initial hype for this or what? Like that's my question. I don't. I feel like there wasn't. I feel like it was a slow build. I mean, I could be thinking one of the sequels, but I remember, I remember being dude of all things. I remember being in the. <laughs> at the, in the gym sauna, which I used to go to in the morning, it was just filled with old Italian men. And this guy who was like very old and very large, you know, typical Sopranos, just randomly was like, hey, you seen the Hell House movies? And I was like, what? I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you got it, man. It's like, okay. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's how I was introduced to it. <laughs> yeah, so I saw this probably around the same time because I remember when you said you watched it and I was like, that's actually like pretty fucking good. How do you think, so we both saw it, we both liked it. How did it mm-hmm. hold up for you this time? Okay. So two things right off the bat. Uh, I don't enjoy doing movies like this for the show because I feel it was, so stay tuned for the next two weeks for found footage. But uh, <laughs> I I feel like we've, you know, we've talked about it before on other, with other movies. I feel like I look too far into it and it's mostly just talking like movies like this are so dependent on making you as the viewer believe that you're actually watching found footage, right. found, found, found tapes. And then I, I look into like everything. And then also these movies, like this particular movie worked so well the first time because you are invested. And then once like me personally, once I know how it plays out, like I'm not as invested anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't pack the same punch as it does the first time. So they're kind of like one and done for me. I still think it was well made, and I think for like a newer found footage movie post post Blair Witch era, uh, I think it was it was very well done, but didn't hold up as much as it did the first time. Yeah, I think that's fair. I was watching this, and I this movie scares me. <laughs> okay, I don't say that often. I would I would actually wonder if I've ever even said that on the show before. Because, like, that's not really a thing. But, for me, sometimes it happens. This movie fucking scares me sometimes. I don't like it. There's just a couple scary parts that make me turn away a little bit and freak me the fuck out. So, I do think the middle section of this is very well done, very atmospheric. I could see being scared during the buildup. They kind of, I'm not going to lie, they kind of lost me in the third act. Like, I, I thought it got kind of dull. I do. Th- I do think the ending is good. I, I like that that twist that they had. Even though, even though for fun, actually, no, I don't. No, I don't. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Never mind. 
Wait, listen. Ending a found footage movie is very hard. It's very hard Correct. to end one. I I had a note in here. I must have just fucking buried it somewhere in these fucking notes. I don't because I don't know. Oh, here it is. I was like, we should come up with a scale for found footage movies because unlike other horror movies, like subgenres, there is like a very There's like things that need to happen in it. Like you like they need to have certain qualities for it to work. Like, is the camera necessary? Like some movies, it's just you're like, why the fuck is anyone filming this? Why is this being filmed? Like, who the fuck is filming this? This is insane. The quality of the camera, is it like accurate for the time frame? Or like Yes. Yes. Are you using a VHS in 2020 and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it's a fucking red dot in it. Get the fuck out of here. Is it a documentary? Like, there's a bunch of, like, categories that you need to, like, sort of, like, check off or, like, gives you extra points if you can do it properly. I think this movie hits most of them. I think it hits most of them. The filming it makes sense. The way it's shot makes sense for the time period. And... The, the way they shot it as a documentary is fucking great. I agree with that part. I don't like, and again, again, I like this movie. I think it's fine. I like my rating. I, I'm being overly critical and I know that, but I don't love looking like what I'm really thinking about it. That, that girl shows up and she's like, Hey, I have all these tapes that nobody knows existed. And I've also never watched them, but here you go. Like, I, I I didn't love that. Like, I love Blair Witch. And I love Cannibal Holocaust because they just found those tapes. Or they're like, hey, these people disappeared and we found like what they had on them. So let's watch that. Is that what happens? That girl, Sarah, brings the tapes? Yeah. And they're like, why didn't the police? Like, why do you have them before the police? She's like, never handed them over. Okay. And then, and then they, they actually like specifically say, have you watched them? And she's like, no, I can't bring myself to do it. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> I actually don't know how I missed that. That's that I do not like because I thought they just dude, why would you do that when you could just have them find them as police evidence? And then, you know, spoiler alert, having them interact with Sarah and then give that reveal at the end. Don't love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, (sighs) it's funny because it's like so close. It's so close. The the issues it has, it's like if they just took a left turn instead of a right, it would have been like money. It would have been great. Like, did you, is she, is she, she's a ghost? She's a ghost? Can we? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's not. She's a fucking ghoul. They, they're watching the, the footage and they see her die. Like, oh shit, that person we've been talking to the entire time is a fucking ghost. She doesn't exist. And they're trying to contact yeah. the crew being like, hey, it's a ghost. Not, you know. No, that's dumb. Could have done without it. That, that, that is dumb. That is dumb. I don't like that. But again, if they took a left turn, didn't kill her, but just made her like, so if, if they just made her like, uh, what's his name? Paul, Paul, the cameraman, because mm. Paul was like possessed, right? He wasn't dead because then he kills himself. 
I love that we're just explicitly talking at the very end of the movie. (laughs) Every detail of the last three minutes of the movie. Um, (laughs) Why would, like, that's all they need to do with Sarah. Right. No, I, I agree. Make Sarah be possessed. She's just been hanging out in the house, finds out people are snooping around trying to make a documentary and is like, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to catch some prey here. You know, I agree. Although I don't know what they're preying on, but whatever, we can get into some of the other things. There's some weird things, but for the most part, I fucking love this. I, I really like it a lot. And it is more of a modern, like you mentioned, it's, it's kind of more of a modern, I don't want to say classic, but like a, a foundational member of like the modern found footage period right kind of brought it back again for a little bit so that is that directed by steven cognetti he said in an interview with uh, geeks of doom that he wanted a uh, hell house llc to be a trilogy one movie divided into three acts and each movie is its own act Hey, guess what? I don't buy. Oh, oh, you you think he's retroactively saying that? Yeah. That dude, you don't make. If you're like a budding film person, Vince Gilligan said this about Breaking Bad because he was in an interview. I think it was with Nerdist, and Chris Hardwick was like, "You must have planned out this entire show." It was like the end of Breaking Bad. Like, you must have planned out this whole thing the way, like, everything tied together at the end. And Vince was like, if you're making movies or television, you literally never plan on making another. Like, whether it's, like, from a season one, like, you plan on that being the last season. You don't plan a fucking story arc. Because, like, you want to, if there are fans, you want to give them some fucking closure at the end of it. Like, like you know, like, you want to plan it just to go one season at a time you really don't want to leave it up in the air unless you're like signed to multiple seasons but like no you would never do that because that would be nuts like and especially if you are a fledgling director writer there's no way you were like we're doing three of these it probably took them 10 years to like raise the funds for this movie and i don't mean that as a slight like i just mean like you make an independent movie. It's not like money's just fucking falling out of trees and shit. No, no, that is a good point. Making an independent movie and then planning for f- you know, three others. Three movies? Dude, like pretty. The, the only one I believe that about is the guy that made Muck because that guy was clearly so fucking delusional <laughs> and started his trilogy in the middle. <laughs> That's the, the only one I believe. That is truly the only one I believe because that's so nuts. To get, like, that shows that there was like some sort of weird plan there where he was like, <laughs> we're starting from the middle. Okay. You actually did plan this and that's a fucking terrible idea. Fun fact. We have not gotten muck one less muck acting like George Lucas going out of order. News release. Fuck out of here. All right. Wait, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with hell house. LLC. All right. We're back. Uh, 
the George Lucas of horror. Uh, muck. <laughs> muck, man. Why, why did we do Why did we do muck? Why did we do muck? Because it, it was oh, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, and there's one scene where they recognize that they're it's St. Patrick's Day. Is that why we did it? Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with a leprechaun? No. Why did I think it had something to do with a leprechaun? <laughs> it does, well, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think it oh, does. Oh. Dude, I don't think so. Isn't there like mud people? Are there even people? Is there even a monster in it? <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember being miserable. I, I remember because I just moved into this house and like all I had, I was unpacking and dealing with my dad telling me everything sucks in my house and I had to watch Muck and I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe the show should have stayed on hiatus. <laughs> That was that was a mistake, and I apologize for that. That was that, those are in the last of the. I mean, I shouldn't say the last. We'll probably do it again, but like, just choosing miserable shit, just because we were like, we we can't cover a good movie. What? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we had to pass that home. But here we are. In year whatever it is, 10, finally hitting the, the We classic. are in year 10, huh? I love that Damn. in the last year we've done like Jaws, like <laughs> movies that are covered easily in the first year. The first August, some podcast, some horror movie podcast comes out, Jaws is on. Of course. Evil Dead. All <laughs> three of them. Last year. That's nuts. <laughs> the Exorcist. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. So I found some funny. I found some funny trivia on Amazon or IMDb about this. These two, oh, actually, all three of these made me laugh. They were so weird. The first one was after one of the scares, Paul runs out of the strobe light room and throws up. That was real and not scripted. The actor threw up for real on camera. <laughs> The last sentence <laughs> makes it seem like they're really trying to get the point home. Like, yeah, we, you said that was real, not scripted. Okay. But he threw up for real on camera. Like, for, for real, real on camera. Okay. So that was definitely somebody that- You gotta believe me. <laughs> yeah, we believe you. Why? So why would that guy throw up? Well, you, oh, you don't believe him? No. What? Why would he throw up in that scene? Dude's fucking strobe lights. I would barf. Oh, maybe. All the shit blinking my face. Maybe. He also doesn't look like the best athlete, so running up those stairs might have. Do you imagine being <laughs> just, just being so out of shape? Sure. Every time every time every time you walk upstairs, you'd barf. <laughs> the piano theme sounds ex this is this is the next one, which made me laugh. Cause can can people respond to a trivia thing can the director respond to it <laughs> like add a footnote on imdb so the, this is what the trivia said it said the piano theme sounds exactly like the meow mix jingle just slowed down a bit <laughs> then it says response colon semicolon colon no no it doesn't wrong Look it up on YouTube. 
<laughs> oh man, I just went and I'm trying to see if I can like reply. respond. Yeah, I I don't think you can. Maybe if you if you have like IMDb Pro, you can. I don't know, but it, that'd be nuts. It has to be somebody involved to take the time to respond. To that. And it's so it's so aggravated response. No, no, it doesn't. Wrong. Look it up on YouTube. Look what up on YouTube. <laughs> also, the, wouldn't that be like the most Paul thing to like post that about the meow mix thing, hoping for the reaction? You know what I mean? Like just trying to get them mad. The last one that was a little funny. When Sarah asks for a break during the interview, she says she'll be in room 2C. 2C is the apartment number. And I was like, ooh, what is this little trivia? This will be fun. What classic movie are they talking about? Is the apartment number that Linda and Jim live in in the movie Witchboard? <laughs> hey, first of all, <laughs> every apartment complex has a 2C. The movie Witchboard. I don't think this was inspired by Witchboard. Hey, we gotta throw a shout homage to a Witchboard here <laughs> at the tail end of this movie. Did writing that fact, expecting someone to read that, be like, "Holy shit, what an Easter egg!" Wow, <laughs> guy's a real fan of cinema. Witchboard. All right. Also, this movie reminded me of like watching a movie when you were a kid, whether it was found footage or just something pretty subversive. And you were just like, I, I feel like I see the internet's ruined everyone now. But if this were out when we were younger, there would be like, I feel like this would catch a buzz of like, I heard this was real. You know what I mean? Or maybe not right. that it's real, but that hotel is real. Like you could go visit. Fun fact the hotel isn't real, but. Uh, I feel like that it would gain that traction. You know what I mean? Like in high school age, but yeah, I can see that. All right. Anyway, here we go. But, 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 but hell house LLC. You, the one character that drove me nuts in this, can you guess who it was? Sarah? No, uh, she, she started to at the end, but that guy, Robert Lyons, who is the guy with the curly Q mustache. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hated every time that guy was on screen. The Theodore Blue. He, he was truly the mangle expert. He knew everything about everything, but also knew nothing. Right. He was like, oh, well, no one knows except this person. And then it like cuts to that person. You're like, well, the fuck? What you see is crazy. Wait, but how did he see the footage then? I, oh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> leave it. Leave it be. So when you get the opening, what you're about to see is a documentary on the mysterious events surrounding the 2009 Halloween haunted house tour tragedy. I do love this concept. It's more like it's recent. It's morbid and it's fucked up. And it's it's like kind of chilling sometimes. Especially because we get news clips of like them reporting where it's like it feels God, like I mean, this is like for it's crazy to think that we have fans that don't really know about the Great White. Is it Great White was the name of the band? White Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Great White in, in Rhode Island. Yeah. Fucking tragic shit. L similar vibes to that where it was like 
reporting on scene being like, we don't know. There's like a ton of people in there. We have no idea who survived, who hasn't, like what the situation is. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't make that connection. Uh, and for those that don't know, and, I, and I'm honestly not going to like poke fun of this because it, it was horrible. Oh, yeah. You know, people were, were trapped inside this nightclub and, and a fire broke out with their pyrotechnics. And they've since scrubbed some of these news clips. But when that first came out, they, they were like broadcasting live and you can hear the screams. Like they, yeah. there was, you could hear the people trapped screaming as they're on the scene. It was, it was awful. Yeah, it was crazy. And, and this g- gave that vibe and it was chilling to, to watch in some of the clips, some of the scenes, the news clips were, the news scenes can be done pretty poorly in some of these movies and they were done really well in this. I thought they were like believable. It wasn't, too hokey where you were like this is not what the news looks like (laughs) and just being like yeah no one we don't know who survived we're not sure about anything and you just see the fire in the background it's crazy that is my biggest my biggest pro of this movie is that they did it in in recent memory 2009 recent memory and it worked well like it felt like it could be legit oh yeah right and this is intercut with footage from cameras, and they also include a video shot by a tour goer that was put on YouTube and done exceptionally well with the YouTube clip. Just the catching the chaos and, again, hard to fucking watch, especially as we've seen YouTube videos present day of fucking tragedies, and it's just like... Where you don't see shit because people are running for their fucking lives and you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, like this is, this is, they, they put a lot of work into that. The chaos in the video is wild. Just mass people being trapped in that setting. Dude, think of, and think about that. That was the other thing that blew my mind where I was like, oh, this is like fucked up. They're trapped in a fucking haunted house, Right. But in like a more tragic situation, like where they're locked in, they're stuck inside and it feels less paranormal in that time because we haven't gotten to that part yet. So it's just like fucking horrifying. chaos. Yeah. But imagine that happening. And also there's fucking strobe lights and like. Right. Halloween sound effects happening. That would be the most miserable way to die. It's terrifying. (laughs) If I died that way, I'd be so mad. Like one of those things being like. <laughs> Making that noise every time you run by. Like Jesus Christ. Strobe lights. I would just just end me. We also get a 911 call. Uh, I like that. Yep. That was a good little touch to it. That was well done. Adds adds a little bit of the supernatural to it. And we get some background. The town has a gag order on everyone about it. Police don't talk about it. First responders don't talk about it. Fun fact, they do, but that comes later randomly. They're like, I talked to a first responder and they said this. I was like, oh, that's weird. So I guess they do. We meet a photographer who's who broke in and took pictures and those were pretty cool with like handprints on the walls, like bloody handprints on the walls and stuff. And he was like, I went in and took pictures and he's like, and I left. He's like, I did not want to be there. And then they interview Sarah, who was part of the original team that created the haunted house. And then we, that sends us backwards using the footage that I guess Sarah just brought in with her and was 
Yeah. So this took place 46 days before they open, and we watched them go through the process of getting to the haunted house, creating the haunted house, and the opening night when the tragedy happens. And I I liked this setup a lot. I like it reminded me of like there's businesses in our area where it's like a bunch of kids that just got into this fucking thing, this weird thing, and then just started doing it. And like it make it makes sense in this movie and it makes sense, you know, like they've been doing it in Queens and then they were like, let's just go to another area because we could have a bigger house and more people will come. And it, it's it's pretty well thought out for it. Agreed. So we meet Mac and Alex. I got all these guys confused at some point. There's Mac, Alex. So I didn't really write anyone's name besides Sarah and Diane. Okay. Because they all... I don't know who Diane is. (laughs) She was, yeah. The other girl, the actress? Yeah. Isn't she the documentary crew host? Oh, yes, 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 yes. The producer? Sorry, I did know that one. Okay, yes. Okay, those are two good names, yeah. There's a few others, but then they get really, they get really hazy because other people are taking the camera. And so it's fucking wild. But you got Paul, who's mostly on the camera. You got Mac, who I, I don't like his face or his ears. Alex, who is dating Sarah. And then I think there's some guy named like Tony or Johnny. Yeah, I think it's Tony. Wait, wait, wouldn't wouldn't the ending negate like the fact that that guy? Oh, never mind, never mind. Disregard. Go. All on. right. I mean, probably. <laughs> I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'll agree with anything <laughs> you're about to say because you know it's whatever. Actually, Sean, can I um can I pause for one second? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. All right, so. They were back. They tour the house that they they just got for this. It's in total disarray. But they do cool things like they'll freeze frame on a shot and there's like shadowy figures on it, but done like a documentary. Like the 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 crew is just br- ble- br- breezing by it and then like the documentary crew edits it and like slows down a still where there's just like a shadowy figure in the background. Again, it's cool. They start finding weird shit, though, like Bibles and symbols written on the bracement wall. Bracement? Basement wall. <laughs> uh, and they're all very excited because they, they're like, we get free props. Some people are uneasy, Sarah being one of them. But overall, for a while, they had me on the whole, like, this is fine. Like, let's just stay here. It's just an old house. Wait, are you sure you're not confusing Sarah with Diane? Yeah. Because Sarah's the survivor. Yeah, and Sarah's the one in these videos. Oh, oh okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah is in these videos. Diane Diane is, is the one in the very end. But Sarah... Sarah is, she's a little bit hesitant on it. She, she's not like super thrilled, but as we go through the movie and I'm fine. Cause like 
it's what we talk about. Like we'll talk about on the show for various things where we're like, what would you really do in that situation? You're like, you probably wouldn't leave. You'd be like, cause it's not fucking haunted. You know what I mean? Like you, at the end of the day, you know, we, we ghosts aren't real or are they, but our <laughs> ghosts aren't real. You know what I mean? Like there's no evidence of it yet. So like you can't believe that entirely. So they had me for a lot based on that fact, but it gets to a point at the very end where you're like, you wouldn't, <laughs> you would shut everything down and you would never go back. ever again but anyway so the crew the crew keeps on working we're now 30 days before opening and like joe said it's it's a lot of talking it's a lot of setting the stage a lot of atmosphere and that's what these fountain footage movies are right it's it's building up your anticipation seeing things in corners or looking for things in corners that aren't there until they can finally like pop get you with one and but they have to wait to build that up so that's what a lot of this is so yeah it's it's a bit of a breeze also easy watch is it one of the easiest watches we've had on the show smooth sailing like yeah it it goes by fast hour 30 minutes and it fucking cruises like you just fly through it so i don't know what this note is uh it's the little, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. This is like gibberish. <laughs> this is what, well, you know? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It makes no sense. All right. Anyway, I was, and then I kept trying to read it over and over and that's why I was silent. But anyway, Greg <laughs> doing like, we'll read it. Read it. Let's it's, hear it. it's not words. It's not words. It's, it's like, I was, no, I, was, you have to. I was about to make a joke that it's like, what do they call them? Like the st- stenographers. Like shorthand, where it's just like <laughs> capital letters and like. I think I just sat on my keyboard. Anyway, so we watch them putting together props. They're setting up cameras. They're playing a very eerie theme on the piano, which is funny because that theme, w- which they decide is like the new theme for Hell House LLC franchise, is just played by a guy that was living. Like, it wasn't like, you know, like he wasn't possessed playing it. Like, he was like, here's a little ditty I know. And just play, played that fucking song. So it's kind of silly. Um, I need to, I need to, like, after this episode, I'm very invested in this being the Meow Mix song slowed down. Yeah. Can, let's, uh, let, let's do it on the, the Patreon. You're going to play it? Yeah, I'll play it on the Patreon. All right, perfect. We we can pull both of them up. So tune in for that. Paul, the cameraman, gives a confessional, which is cool, but he's so fucking horny. This guy is the horniest man on earth, and he gives the horniest fucking confessional that I've ever heard. It's at first it's like giving you some insight into what's going on and you're like, "Oh, this is cool." Like I like this. Like get a little like journalesque like, he's like, this is what we did today, blah, blah, blah. But then he's just like, I want to fuck Sarah. But Al, but by the way, dude, they're going to see this fucking video. Like, well, that's, that's what I was just going to ask you. That actually, when, when people do this trope, because 
that's like an early 2000s thing, right? In, in those found footage movies. Right. But now seeing you do that, like, you're not going to, you have to be a fucking piece of shit. If you're, if you're filming a documentary and you're saying that about the people that you're there with, because you know, everybody is going, it's going to be edited and shown. Like everyone's going to hear that. Your good friends that, and you're like, two of them are, have been dating forever. And you're like, Oh, I just want to fuck Sarah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like honestly, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of the office, but like at the end of the, the office run, when like Jim and Pam were just sitting there being like, I think I'm going to fuck this other person. Like, I'm going to see this. It's doing, it doesn't make any sense. I could talk about, that for a while which i i don't want to but <laughs> the end of the office is just such a miserable experience for dude, everyone miserable <laughs> but, but miserable. they stuck dude it's honestly like bizarro tv land because so many tv shows are excellent and then like the last season or the last episode you're like what the fuck but then the office just steve Care steve carell leaves it's fucking baffling and they make pam have feelings for the for like the cameraman, but then they, but then they get then they get Michael Scott to come back for the last two episodes, and they just nail that landing. So yeah. it was like bizarro, but yeah, that that last the end of that was the the whole. And I can tell you one thing. Wait, what? What's his name? The guy that fucking James Spader, Robert California. That is one of the worst things in TV history. I hate it so much. I hate that character. I hate everything. Dude, there are people that prefer Robert California. I know one. I know one. Oh, no. Do you want no. to take a guess? Is it Buzz? Yeah. Oh, no. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I thought Robert California was the funniest fucking thing. Because obviously at that it point, most people stopped talking name. about The Office. You know what I mean? Like talking yeah. like it was, like where it was like, do you watch The Office? Like most people were like, no, like not really. Or I like, I watch it. I DVR it, but like, you know, like they're not, he was like, and he'd be like, did you watch fucking, did you see Robert California this week? And I'd be like, no, I didn't see Robert California. Dude, I just, I, and I know he's just a huge fan of the name. It, just because dude, I have dude, a state hundred percent. It was so clever. Dude. 100%. Fucking idiot. I hate him. <laughs> Robert California. Man, we could sidetrack anything if we <laughs> if we put our minds to it. <laughs> Not even actually, I shouldn't even say it in that way. We could sidetrack anything if you removed our brains, like, and you programmed us to talk about Hell House LLC. We'd still be like, "Hey, remember that Office episode? <laughs> remember that time Buzz did this?" It's so funny if people know Buzz. Anyway. So Paul gives this very horny confessional. The photographer from earlier also tells us that he was able to talk to a first responder who did tell him something, and it was that one of them was found dead with a self-inflicted throat slash. Just kind of randomly throwing that out there for you to, I guess, it was weird because like I kind of forgot about it until the moment it happens. But I, I guess you would be waiting in anticipation to see who that is. But it didn't stick with me for that. So I, I don't know if that was super effective or not. But then they talk about Joey Scheffler, one of the actors. He 
he survived, but they found him nine days later. He had killed himself at his house. And then we meet Melissa. This is the other one, who's the actress for The Haunt. And she, she reveals the whole thing. And we find out most of the guys in the crew did not know the history behind the house, which was that it was a fucked up place where the owner hung himself and guests were just like dying constantly. <laughs> yes. So, and we're down to 16 days till they open. How fun. Did you, did you know there's a place like that in Connecticut? I think it's Old Saybrook. It's, it's a restaurant, but it has like a fucked up history like that. And you people say it's the most do. haunted one. Well, I've wanted to do this anyway. And this is like the oldest man thing possible. They have a Connecticut doubted mystic. They have like a haunted, like a haunted, what do you call it? Like a walk, like a walkabout. <laughs> They have, oh, oh, like a ghost, like a ghost tour, like a ghost tour. They have a ghost tour, but then they have a boozy ghost tour where you oh, get, oh, where you get so drunk you and they take you to like haunted bars and haunted places while you drink and you stop at like every bar on the way and get a little shitty, but <laughs> the client, Sean, the clientele for that, it's gonna be so loud. There's people screaming. No, it's. <laughs> It's in Mystic. It's fine. What what I'm thinking is we mic ourselves up and just record ourselves talking to each because then they don't know. You know what I mean? We just talk. To no, I other. I am all for that idea. I, I'm all for going on a tour with mic'd up, and we should honestly because we we travel all over. We should we should spend a night in that haunted hotel slash restaurant. Which one? In Old Sabra. Oh, in Old Sabra. It might it might actually be it might actually be <clears> Mystic. It might, it's one of them. These seaside towns. Yeah. Fucking lighthouse ghosts, you know. Take some pics. Set up some EMF cameras. There's not a thing. EMF radars. Dude, EMF the band? Is that unbelievable? (laughs) (laughs) Set up. Talking about electromagnetic frequencies. Uh, Well, I'll be setting up. EMF albums. I ask you to bring an EMF meter. You just bring (laughs) their album in a (laughs) boombox. The ghost ghost asked me to turn it off. That's that's how we make contact. The ghost is like, I've honestly had enough. Like, (laughs) I'm exposing myself because this is just, turn this fucking shit off. A ghost, because like, that ghost from like the, whatever, I don't know when, 1800s? 1700s. A ghost from the 1800s. Would be like, this is fucking not mute. Turn this fucking shit up. It would probably be the first time they heard EMF in that hotel. So I I might do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unbelievable. (laughs) The song, the song's a good, that's a good song. Were you going to say something like constructive? Well, no, of course, of course it was not constructive. No, I was just going to say, going back to like what you were saying before about the the movie, uh, even though this has nothing to do with the movie, you're saying like when you see a bunch of weird things happening, you would just leave. And this particular hotel that I'm referencing, I always see people on the news that's like, oh, well, I've been living, I've, I've been the caretaker for, like this is true on our news, being like, yeah. I've been the caretaker for like 15 years. And sometimes I have like conversations with the, with the ghosts because he's like moving my laundry. 
Like, no, no, you fucking don't. No, you don't. And if you did, you're fucking psychotic. Like, leave. Leave. That's not... People don't do that. People don't have conversations with ghosts after they fold their laundry. It's... Fuck. <laughs> Dude. That's fucking funny. <laughs> because... And we've mentioned this concept before, too. Confirming that there's a ghost would be the most life-changing thing that's ever yes. You would just yes. honestly yes. probably fucking pass out. Like, Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm not... There's things that you cannot explain that's happened, and I'm not discrediting anybody, yeah. right? But just because you have something... Like, even if everything points to maybe a supernatural being yeah. being present at that time, you still haven't proved it. If you came face to face with like a, a, a fucking specter a and you talked to it, like, the whole world life is over. The whole life world is over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so we start getting some spooky shit finally in this movie. They're hearing sounds, waking them all up. Weird shit's happening. The clown costume is moving on its own. And when they think it's Tony, it disappears. Paul, Paul sees the clown's st- costume standing at the top of the stairs. It's actually a great fucking shot. Great. Because he's, like, he's like, hey, man, like, go the fuck to bed. Like, quit fucking around. And like, he's like, what are you looking at? Because like, the clown's like looking down the stairs. So he puts the camera down the stairs, comes back up. The clown's now facing him. And he's like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's like, all right, I'm going to bed. And he goes upstairs and fucking Tony's up there. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? Like something just fucking happened. Like you're up here. Like this makes no sense. And I will give them another check plus on this area of the uh, found footage spectrum. Unlike other movies, he fucking rewinds the tape and shows it to him. (laughs) There's so many of these movies where they're like, you're full of shit. And that's the end of the conversation. And every time you watch right. those, you're like, he, he recorded it. Just <laughs> fucking play it for him. Like, what, what are you saying? Right. Like, he's like, I told you what I saw. And it's like, what the fuck? And at least in this one, he shows it to him. And because it's a group of guys that do haunts for a living, they're like, how'd you do that? Like, how did you pull that off? Like. When did you film that? Like, and he's like, no, I'm telling you the truth. Like, it's fucking real. And they're like, okay, all right. I can still buy into the not well done, not going yes. into it, you know? Yes. And Paul just continues having these encounters with these moving characters and he's testing out lights in the house, clown mannequins. Sarah's now facing walls and speaking in tongues to the walls. The mannequin is gone. This is where I'd be out if I were involved in this. I'd say, that's enough. I've seen enough. Uh, But it gets worse. And this is where it's like, what are we doing? Like, just fucking leave the house. Because Sarah's talking in tongues to the wall. And then the guy's like, oh, man, we got to get out of here. And then he turns and looks in the dining room. And it's like set for dinner. And there's like candles on and music's playing. And the fucking clown has moved again. And I'm just like, no, like we're done. Like go yeah. home, go home. Time to find a new, a new spot. Yeah. And definitely, even if you were working there and making a haunted house there, we're working nine to five. 
as soon as it turns dark, we're going home. Like that's what at least at minimum I'd be like, okay, I'll work it. We'll work during the fucking day. We're not sleeping there. It's fucking nuts. I'll commute. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Paul wakes up to a fucking zombie in his room. Hmm. That scene scared me. I mean, it's it's well shot. It it is well done. Because Paul's like hiding under the covers, and then we'll peek out, and then like it's like looking right at him. I had to turn right. away. I had to. Turn. That's well, that's nuts. But I I get it. I get it. <laughs> I also am not a jump scare guy, so like I just have to like sometimes <laughs> turn away from shit like that. It's fair. It spooks me. It spooks me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just a baby. Hey. I like it. No, I like it. That's uh, that, that's what's the point of this. There's there's not a ton of movies that have affected me in that way. Effect that it's what this is one is kind of outlandish. It's kind of fucking insane. But the the strangers fucked like me up though. The strangers I had to watch in daylight. I started watching this, it at night and I was intense. like, eh, you know what? I could watch this during the day. Yeah, there's there's a movie that's similar to The Strangers. It's called Ills I L S. Yes. I think it's called. I think it translates to them or or they. Yeah, yeah. That. But that one, that one for me, watching it at night, I, I remember distinctly. I had just moved into my house and I was living by myself at the time, and I remember like having to stand up, like walk around, turn on all the lights. Maybe I should finish this tomorrow. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, those ones are rough. Those ones are rough, and that's what it was. I was I was actually at my parents' house still, but I was in that like back area but that house was like isolated it was the one where we used to throw 40s but, and hit with wiffle but, ball bats by, by the auto place yeah yeah <laughs> but that place is like isolated and there's like trucks there there's 18 wheelers on that street 24 7 because there's like a i don't even know what the fuck that company does but they have a ton of trucks coming in and out so that always like bugged me out, like because somebody could like get in and out of that area quickly yeah. and with reason. Like I was working, right? So I was like, that always freaked me the fuck out. Anywho, we got to do, a- do the descent. We did it, didn't that? we? No, we didn't do the descent. We did. I'm it? pretty sure we haven't. No, oh. that movie. The that, descent's great. About movies that scared me. That movie like had me on edge. That's because that's like a claustrophobic movie. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, claustrophobic dude. Being claustrophobic is scary enough, right? Like even if yes. it wasn't monsters, but then you throw in monsters, give me a break. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back to wrap up Hell House LLC. All right, we're back. Are we really wrapping it up? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about it, but I mean, that's, you know, found footage. Dude, this episode is bizarre to me because we're almost at an hour right now. We're cruising through this. You, as you said, this movie is is a smooth sail. It, it is, but like, movie. I didn't even think I had this much to talk about. And we are coming to the end-ish, but also it's been an hour of the show. Like, I was like, are we going to finish this episode in like 40 minutes? Well. Of course not, because we have to talk about fucking whatever. I can't even remember what we talked about. Something off topic, buzz, usually. Anyway, we're two nights before opening. 
crazy shit's still happening. Piano's playing on their own. Clown head's moving. And Alex and Mac are kind of confirming, like, yeah, this shit is real. Like, all this shit is happening. But they're fine with it. Also, Paul went missing. Yeah. Paul went missing after the encounter with the zombie lady. And then they end up finding him in the basement. And he's Unsettling. like catatonic. Right. And they just put him to bed. They're like, yeah, you just go bed sleepy. Yeah. yeah like they found him in the wilderness. Yeah. You know, it's a huge difference. Like if you found him wandering outside in the woods, right? Maybe he got lost and he's cold. But if you just find him in the basement, you have to question him hard. Like, yeah. Fuck, what the fuck have you been doing? Why, are you, why do you look like that? Like, <laughs> they just put that little sleepy head to bed. I have to sneeze so fucking bad. Oh my God. I honestly was so upset that I said I had to sneeze because I was afraid it would make it not come out and then I would, my head would just fucking explode. Would you rather sneeze or would you rather hold it in? Oh, I'd rather sneeze. That's I know. Not, who the fuck? I feel you like rather there's hold some it people in? I would rather hold it in. That's, hey, if you're one of those people, stop listening. I don't want, I want your support. <laughs> Anyway, so they find they find Paul, Tony freaks out, and then we get this bizarre this is honestly my my least favorite part of the movie. Is this what is supposed to be I think a giant reveal um between Alex and I don't know who. It seems like a new cast member has joined because it's not Paul, it's not Tony, it's not Mac, or maybe it's Tony. I don't know. But they, it like cuts to this scene of them in the middle of like a meadow. And I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It seems like he's finding out that Sarah cheated on him. Maybe he's finding out that Paul likes Sarah. I don't know. But it's bizarre. And it makes no sense. And they're mumbling. It's awful. It's like the, it's it. And it kills any momentum going into this final act and also provides nothing right to it does nothing right. it adds nothing to the story because i don't know what they talked about and the movie's fine <laughs> i love the movie i have no idea what they said it doesn't matter <laughs> and and it only comes up because we go we go back to them opening the uh the haunted house and they're talking to the haunt actors and you see Alex talking about Sarah, and he's like, bah, 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 Sarah, like, and he's like choked up and is like, bah. like, he doesn't know how to like speak. Like he's going like as if they went through a breakup and he now like doesn't know how to act when he hears her name, but we don't, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, he's like saying, like, the whole time you knew, but you didn't tell me. And then he goes, fucking Alex screwed us. But I thought that was Alex in that. It definitely isn't Paul. It, this makes no fucking sense. It's some random person then. No, know. it can't It can't be. I actually don't remember who that was. It, it has to be another person. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Paul's catatonic in bed. And it's opening. <laughs> 
and we're seeing everything about to go down. We, we are now like going to the YouTube footage, right? Like that moment is happening live now for us. The haunt is going as planned. You got our tour guy with the camera. They're entering from the YouTube video. As people enter the basement, we hear the actress screaming, this isn't part of the show, and begging people to let her go. And being like, Joey, like, because Joey was supposed to be there to protect her, this guy that was dressed up as one of the clowns. We see him bolt. He just runs away. And she's just screaming, help me, this isn't part of the show. And chaos ensues. Great. The cloaked figures... How do we feel about those? (laughs) I mean, I said it in the beginning. I I didn't love the final act. The cloaked figures, anything in a robe, I don't love. (laughs) That's just, I'm just anti robe. I'm an anti robe guy. Don't druid robes. I don't want to see them. It's fucking dumb. Listen, I'm fine. I I am fine with them. Oh, if it's an old British movie oh, and they're yeah, doing yeah. a satanic sacrifice, right? And it's just a bunch of like yeah, a hammer film. If it's a hammer film, a hammer you're film, fine. cloak yeah. up. Yeah. If you're a ghoul, why the fuck are you wearing a robe? Why are you wearing right. anything? Right. Where'd you get it from? It actually, that's actually a great point. Like, why do all these ghouls have such access to ropes? <laughs> <laughs> it really bothers me. I really don't like it. It's and I get obviously I understand the various reasons why you would do that, but it just doesn't. To me, it's so cheesy and it looks so cheap, and it just it doesn't it doesn't hit it doesn't hit right. I don't know. It took away from it a little bit, and also it's like, who are they? Why are we doing like what? What is this? Anyway, so. Cloaked figures. And it does, it, it, it's funny because you have the cloaked figures, which is corny, but then you have this moment that's legitimately terrifying, which is a longer version of what we saw at the beginning of people trapped and trying to get out of a building that they cannot escape from. And seeing people be like, this door, this door, this door, and like just trying to find an exit. And then we end up catching up with our cruise video camera and they're trying to escape. They find Alex hanging in the attic. And then like 18 cloaked figures surround them. And the camera falls. The end. But not. I think that would be, I think that would have been an okay ending for me. I would have been okay with that ending. I think. Being like, that's a, that's a wrap. That's, that's where it ended. Yeah. You know, and again, I wasn't big on Blair Witch when it came out, and then we 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 watched it for the show, and I'm like, this, this is a masterpiece because, like, they knew how to stick the ending. Like, you saw mm-hmm. their descent into madness and terror, and that's just where you left off as the viewer. Like that, that's where their footage ended. You know what? That that actually brings a good point here, because if you end it here, you actually don't know if the cloaked figures are living or dead. Right. Because there's no element of ghosts at this point. Like, it could just be, I mean, I guess. Be a cult. But, like, it could just be, yeah, somebody fucking with you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you, you, it could be, you could get away with that. 
a, l- a little bit more. But anyway, there's more. We go back to the interview and Sarah's like, I need a break. And has no answers about how she escaped. She's leaving. She's like, you guys really need to go back to that house. That's a really cool house. to Which is <laughs> nuts. Like, I'd be like, she's going to kill us. Like, a hundred percent. She's trying to fucking kill us. And they're like, yeah, we can't. The police won't let us. And she's like, ah, well, who cares? Well, who cares about that? They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Sarah's like, oh, by the way, I'm staying in room 2C. And when they go to the front desk the next morning, they're like, we don't have a Which 2C. board? <laughs> we- are you referencing the classic witchboard <laughs> film from 1989? <laughs> if they said that in the movie, that'd be this movie would be the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> There's no 2C here. I've only heard of that door number and witchboard. Quite the I'm film. <laughs> 2C. Literally. <laughs> the Kevin Tenney classic? Perhaps you're confused with the Kevin Tenney classic witchboard. <laughs> Did you watch that last night? So Did you mix up the number with that number? Why is it so funny? It's so stupid. <laughs> Dude, two C. That's like the. It was like, it's like it was like a, a long, like very unique right. number. You'd be like, yeah, I get it. Like maybe that's probably a reference. Dude, two C. <laughs> Get me. You could go outside and throw a rock at a building that has a 2C on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Kevin Teddy week. <laughs> I would love that. I think that's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. A hotel clerk being like, Referencing our universe. <laughs> Dude, I, I would hope that the woman filming the documentary would be like, oh my God, that movie's so good, isn't it? <laughs> 2C plays such a pivotal role in that movie also. Oh my God. Anyway. So they do go to the house and this part makes... I, no, no, this is... This part is silly because they're like, the editor stayed back and this is what he saw. And he sees a video of Sarah getting beaten to death by Paul with the video camera and then being dragged off by a monster. I don't know. You hear like growling in the background. So who knows what she gets dragged off with. Very odd. And then we see Paul kill himself with the glass, a broken piece of glass. He slits his own throat. So. That solves that riddle. Meanwhile, the documentary crew gets there. This is, this is also this. Yeah. This ending is the setting. Isn't I don't mind the very end, the very, very end. I don't mind that. I do hate everything else that leads up to it. So like all of this, and especially them walking through a house where regardless of what you believe and whether there's ghosts or whatever the fuck supernatural happened there, people died 
like gruesome fucking deaths. Right. And this documentary director is like, look at this room. Isn't this so fucking silly? And like laughing. There's blood on the floor. You see Sarah where Sarah's body was dragged. You do. Yes. Like vividly. There's blood everywhere. And she's like, this is the silliest fucking place on earth. And the guy's like, the cameraman's like, hey, man, I I think we have to fucking leave. Like, this is not good. It's a crime scene. Yeah. And she's like, like, what's your big fucking problem? like this is fucking nuts like this is crazy and she's just happy to be there she's laughing she's giggling and i was like this is not good this sucks this is like this is insane like this is so dumb anyway they get upstairs they find the door labeled 2c and the cameraman's like please don't open that like she literally said she was in 2c like this is like, this is bad. This is fucking bad. And she's like, don't be a bitch. And then <laughs> opens the door. And there's Sarah sitting there. I think that's a little scary. I think that's a little scary. Sure. Um, no, I, I, I will give you that. Like, creepy. What happens next? I don't. The screaming but, but and the one... camera cutting out. Yeah. And then the piano playing in the empty room. And it says, to this day, the tragedy of the Abaddon Hotel remains a mystery to the public. I think one of the other things that you need to put on our little spectrum for found footage is, and I don't know how many movies have done this. I would like to get the data. If you're making the documentary, you probably shouldn't die in the documentary. (laughs) That's actually like a paradox because you're. You're making a documentary on people who left behind right. footage, now, and now you're leaving behind footage, and it just we, never ends. If we want to talk about this in a way, we could talk about that fucking bear documentary, right? What was that fucking Grizzly Man? Oh, uh, Grizzly Man, yeah. He dies in that movie, right? But like, it's- He does. But, but they just don't show anything. Yeah, Werner Herzog- he heard that he heard it he heard it because yeah and he's like i can't like no nobody should ever have to listen to this right so like the idea that somebody would get that like these people died horrendously filming this documentary and they're like you know what we should leave it until the very last second (laughs) watch their untimely murders and hear their final screams unlikely unlikely to happen so and, and again also crime and probably in police evidence at that point because people are missing. So there's a strike there. There's a strike on that one because how did the footage get out? How did the documentary get finished getting made? And why, if they could, if you could pass all of that, who the fuck would release it in this way? Would it happen? Should just show me one where they, they fucking survive and be like, wasn't that fucked up? Like a normal documentary? You know, like we don't need this outlandish ending. <laughs> anyway, Hell House LLC. Yeah. What say you? Do I recommend it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know, I was pretty critical, but I do enjoy it. I'd give it a three out of five. And I, I would recommend it, especially if you, if you haven't seen it. I think you'll like it. If you like found footage, 
Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a great found footage movie. And if, honestly, if you're not doing it for a show, you're probably not going to notice half of the shit we noticed because it is. It's really as noticeable as it seems. It's really it. it's good enough where it flies under the radar. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're just watching it as a passive watch, like you're not really picking up on that. You're like, oh, it's good. Right. But we're here to dissect cinema. Are we? What you passed. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to tell you what to watch. Uh found footage. All right, we're gonna go record a Patreon episode on yes. what, what did we say we were gonna talk about? Uh oh the meow. Well, I, I got I got I got Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about with you. I just saw a post literally as we were about to record that said, because <laughs> we're recording this on Groundhog's Day. Are groundhogs cryptids? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that clears well, that up for that guy. <laughs> tune in to see if Joe thinks that <laughs> if Joe thinks that they're cryptids. We'll find out soon. <laughs> Please pay us to find out. I I I just want to read the article about it. <laughs> Dude, what a, uh, what a question. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> uh did you have something to say? Were you about to say something? Mm, probably not. No. We I'll were gonna talk about something. Oh, meow mix. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> Next week we have coming up <laughs> the last broadcast. Speaking yeah. of cryptids, I'm, I'm so excited. I know I'm gonna fucking hate it. <laughs> it's gonna be so. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Though the last broadcast, a found footage film about none other than the Jersey Devil. One yes. Of our favorite topics. Yeah. One time we were walking through an airport and Joe was lecturing me about the Jersey Devil. It's not the Jersey Devil because it's in a different <laughs> city. <laughs> was that Chicago? The, yeah. 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 But was it in Chicago or was it in like Denver? You know, I actually don't remember what I was talking to you about. Which <laughs> <laughs> he was just, this is what I have to deal with when we're like walking through airports, <laughs> like just trying to get. To the hotel. I, well, I, I mean, the Denver airport we could talk about for a long time. But no, 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 no. Oh, no, wait. I remember. Yes. We, I, we were in Chicago, yeah. but it was the Chicago Mothman. Yes. Yeah. About. Yeah. yes. Sorry. Sorry. But it's it hangs out at the airport. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that that's true. At, only at O'Hare. It doesn't, it doesn't, can't be bothered to go to Midway, which, you know, I, O'Hare's fair, nice. Fair. O'Hare. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's so funny. Like, just walking through, and Joe's like, hey, the Mothman of the Chicago O'Hare Airport, and just <laughs> riddling off facts and anecdotes about this Mothman. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, okay, thank you. Well, when we, the last time we were there, it was, like, reported, like, the day before. I <laughs> read so many articles on it. <laughs> all right, all right. Save it. Save it for Patreon patreon.com slash i hate horror again commercial free episodes and also fun stuff fun bonus episodes live shows that are a blast 
So join us over there. Facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com, and Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. And remember, live show, February, it's Friday, 16th, Willow Creek. Gonna be fun. So make sure you tune in for that. All right, that's it, everyone. Thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I die, 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 I die,